Hello, Daily Dosers. It is Monday, November 21st, and it is absolutely great to be here with you. I'm going to get Clemente up as my co-host. I'm going to get the voice of DeFi up as the speakers. We can play some tunes. It's going to be a good day, you all. Hopefully, everybody had a good weekend. I uh, spent some good family time. Clemente, how you doing? Doing great. Doing great. I had a, had a pretty good weekend. It was funny, uh, Ryan. We were... Uh... <laughs> I went out on on Friday night with some buddies, like uh, ten of my uh, my college buddies, and they sat down. And as soon as we sit down, <laughs> they go, "Hey, Clemente, man, how are you holding up? Do you want me to buy you a drink? I heard about what happened with FTX. Are you okay? Oh, no. You're getting you're getting the pity the pity yeah, yeah. beers now. And they were almost asking, they're like, "Do you have like a statement? Like, how do you feel?" They were asking for like an official statement. <laughs> oh gosh, well that's uh. That's the beginning of the end. So uh, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't got any pity, pity drinks yet. I'm kind of disappointed, but there's always time in uh, at our Basel. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Hello, the voice. How you doing? I am doing fantastic. I did not get a pity drink, but I did get uh, some of the similar questions like Clemente had: is how you holding up, and uh, is this thing going <laughs> zero? That sort of questions. Oh gosh, yeah. And you're like, oh boy, how much time do you have? All right, well, let's get some music rolling. Let everyone uh, stream in, and then we'll get going. Let's say hello to everybody here. Thank you so much for a bit of tunes, the voice. Appreciate it. Uh, Restivo, good to see you. Thanks for coming by. Mac, hello. Howdy. How's it going? Good, good. I'm still not used to your dead fellows. I love it. <laughs> um, so so now uh, add you as co-host. I see you got your the dot swoosh at the end of uh, username. I love it. So excited to hear more about that. Um, everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome. Today's going to be a really fun show. Uh I think we've done about 29, 30 episodes now, and uh, it's been an absolute blast. Uh, we've got, you know, hundreds more, um, and uh, I'm just having such a good time with you all. So I appreciate you spending time with me and my amazing co-hosts and speakers. So let's start, if you don't mind, by getting some more friends in the crowd. Please uh, retweet uh, that first pinned tweet. Let folks know you're here. Maybe quote tweet it and tell them why you, you like the show. Um, and we'll see uh, if we can get some more friends in the audience. Appreciate that. Also, um, we've got a couple exciting things going on uh, with PoApps. I want to update you in a little bit. But why don't you start by chatting with each other? As you know, uh, building this community and connecting to each other is, is one of my most important goals. And the way to do that is smash that purple comment button. So if you're on your mobile, uh, in the bottom right, there's a, a purple comment button. Hit that and start chatting to each other and saying hello. I've actually got a, a question that I would love you all to answer in there. And that is, what do you need help with this week? So why don't you throw that in there? Hey, I need help this week you know, doing X, Y, Z. And then uh, ideally, we can help each other. So uh, feel free to throw that in, add a comment, say what you need help with this week, and, uh, and, and let's support each other in this community. <clears throat> So let's get that going. I'm sorry, I'm I'm still sick. So had a wonderful time in Paris. Um, got sick on the last day, and I'm still like coughing and stuff. So I apologize for my my kind of coffee gross voice. But here we go. Um, let's start by saying hello to a couple of our friends on stage, and then we'll get cranking and talk about Poaps. Uh, Restivo, how you doing? 
GM. I just was, I heard Clemente and Voice of DeFi all talking about drowning their sorrows or being attempted to drown their sorrows this weekend, but it's all practice. It's all practice for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. That's going to be fun. Um, the real crypto lawyer. Thanks for joining us today. I'm excited to get your, your views today. Hey, GM. Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. No yeah, excited to have you here. And the web three IP lawyer.eth is here as well. We're going to be talking about some uh, legislative uh, and uh, changes to crypto and things like that. So welcome uh, the web three IP lawyer. GM, thank you for having having me and having the real crypto lawyer here with me too. It's an honor to be here. No, no problem. Nice gutter cat. All right. Um, so everybody, of course, we're doing a POAP today. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, so we are using the POAP app. So uh, you can't do this through your web browser. Um, so make sure to click on that uh, pin tweet up there. I want you to be downloading the correct app. It's called the POAP app, and it's on iPhone and Android. Get that installed because you're going to need that uh, to mint the POAP today. We're going to have two questions today, two clues. You're going to have to get those both right. Remember, um, when you enter those, uh, those answers in, there's no spaces, no capitals. No spaces, no capitals. So uh, make sure to get that right. I'm also not going to warn you when the mint window opens because I want to reduce farming as much as possible. Um, so I'm just going to spring it on you. So everybody needs to be paying attention. Right? Like I think you all do. So um, another thing is uh, I, I've actually seen a couple people are trying to sell and buy POAPs. Not surprised, honestly. Hey, this is a free market. But I do want to tell you, if you transfer them, they will be invalid. So if you're thinking about buying or selling POAPs, don't, because if you do, they'll be worthless. So uh, just warning you, don't do it uh, because they won't count towards your total uh, uh, count. And, and why are we doing POAPs in case you're new? Um, we're releasing a big project next year, Q3 of 2023. The way you get on the allow list is by stacking POAPs. Uh, there's, there's only 999 in the collection. It's a free mint. Um, and there's 799 uh, on the allow list. So uh, it's going to be a fun ride. And I want my community to win. So that's everything POAP related. Uh, the first trivia question is, which Disney movie is Elsa in? So one more time, which Disney movie is Elsa in? And uh, I bet many of us have, have children or ourselves who are a fan of that amazing movie. Um, so that is the first question for the day. Uh, let's get cranking with the Mintify Market Daily Report. All right, and good morning. Thank you for having me. Oh, Mintify, guess what? We have a we have a little intro for you now, so uh, the voice oh, okay. is going to play it. Awesome, thank you. Presenting the Market Daily Report, brought to you by Mintify, the leading NFT aggregator. Appreciate you, the voice, making it professional. <laughs> so now we can head over to Mintify. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was That was great. Much appreciated. Let's check out the market update. Total weekend market volume, 20.6 mil. Highest last sale, CryptoPunk 2512 for 100 ETH. The top three collections based on volume. Basie getting 709 ETH traded, a floor price of 59.6 ETH. Macy 273 ETH traded, floor price of 11.5. And Azuki 197 ETH traded, a floor price of 10.3. Top gainers, Feel Art Essence on here again. It was here last week, 988% up, pretty volatile. Rare, Pepe Yacht Club, 113% up. Top losers, Crypto Kitties getting, uh, getting hit by 73% and Chill Tuna down 66%. The noteworthy market updates, crossover NFT artist, Refik, Anadol, I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong, has a new AI art exhibit at the MoMA. And private GTA servers are pushing, uh, I'm sorry, are pushing uh, NFTs and crypto can be banned as Rockstar has announced rules against commercial exploitation. While the markets are mostly continuing sideways, getting hit a little bit over the weekend, F uh, right now, down to 11.33, just about 3.3% down on the day. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. And Mintify, oh, there's my voice. Well, let, me, let me mute one second. I'm back. <laughs> so 
Mintify, uh, I've been using Mintify forever, y'all. It's such a good app for pro NFT traders, has amazing analytics, uh, a, a wonderful Discord. So um, they offered a sponsor show and we said yes and appreciate you all sponsoring. Already seeing some fun comments about what people need help this week. Uh, Gigi uh, says, I need help making a turkey. So appreciate that. I, I can't help you with that, but uh, I bet somebody can. Uh, Laura says, I need help this week reaching out and connecting with people I admire, such as Kevin Rose and Zeneca. Uh, also, less headaches and backaches. I need a little break, I think. I can totally understand that. Um, and uh, we also got a nice comment from James T. Kirk says, oh, I, I need help with patience to assist my daughter getting through her final assessment and prayers to help me in my golf game on Thursday. <laughs> so I love that. Appreciate it. Um, also saw a couple of people offering to help. Uh, crypto elect, uh, sorry, crypto elect.e says, uh, GMGM, who needs help with building out their project teams this week? I can help. Uh, and then Panda says, need help launching an AWS EC2 instance. So appreciate you all uh, posting in the comments what you need help with this week. Uh, let's be let's be supportive and try to help each other as best we can. So uh, thanks, Mintify, for the market daily report. Uh, the Voice of DeFi has a little tune for us for Lucky Trader. So go ahead, The Voice. It's time for the Daily Dose News, a summary of news from around the Web3 world. Brought to you by Lucky Trader. Oh, yeah. Appreciate that. Um, so Lucky Trader uh, is the one app I have notifications on for. I love their uh, cutting-edge news. It's a, a really good app. And uh, therefore, they said, hey, let's sponsor. I said, that's great. We need news. And so I'd like to hand it over to Lucky Trader. Over to you all. Thank you, Ryan. And love the new intro. So thank you, Voice of DeFi, for that. Here are today's top Web3 news stories. In sports news, the ATP Tour is launching NFTs in collaboration with Artblocks Engine and artist Martin Grasser. The collection, Love, will incorporate real in-match data from the ATP Finals to generate visual outputs that correspond to the actual placement of shots landing on the court. Moonbird's DAO discussions begin as a new Discord channel is opened and initial planning is underway ahead of their formal launch in February 2023. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are in talks to create their own metaverse with PAX World, According to sources, both Megan and Harry believe they will have an even greater ability to spread their message if they have a presence in the virtual world as well as the physical. Vinny Hager is the next artist up to launch on Instagram following the success of other artists such as Drifter Shoots and Amber Vittoria. And last, Bankless releases its first collectible podcast, minting an on-show debate between Sam Bankman-Fried and Eric Voorhees with all proceeds going to Coin Center. Thanks, Ryan. Back to you. Appreciate it, Lucky Trader. Um, I actually would love to know if anybody uh, is aware of um, when pieces are actually minting on on Instagram or if they already have what kind of volume or prices we're seeing. I, I did some initial really quick research and didn't find a lot. So um, if anybody hops on stage and, and knows about that, let me know. Be really curious uh, to learn more about that. Got a couple more fun comments from you all in the audience. Uh, TJ.Eth's... Um, I lost their comment, but they said something funny. <laughs> Crap, sorry. DJ, I appreciate your comment. Um, uh, a lot of people are laughing. Um, someone said, uh, oh yeah, Birdman69 says, I need ETH to go to 4K, even if it's just for Thanksgiving, so my family won't question me. <laughs> um, in the end, Wagme said, I want to start meditating. If anyone can help me get a beginner's guide video app, it'd be very much appreciated. I can help with that. Uh, I love Headspace. I'm not being paid to say that. Um, it's free actually to try it. Headspace is great for, uh, for, for kind of guided med beginner meditation. So, all right, keep those comments coming in. Um, I also want to say hi to some people cause I love, um, just scrolling down and saying hi to people. Flea, nice to see you. Emily loves crypto. Thanks for stopping by. Um, Chewy pixels. As always, good to see you. Benny. Benny's great. Good to see you, Benny. Axu. Uh, I'm just going to scroll down. Let's go Let's see. Got a big room today. Dimas, thanks for stopping by. Uh, Freemium Gamer, hello. Thank you for stopping by. Um, I appreciate every single one of you uh, for being here. Hey, by the way, I don't know if anybody heard, but Mr. Tim Ferriss is going to be here tomorrow. So uh, uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk about his NFT project and hang out. So 
that's going to be another good show. So let's get started and uh, transition to speakers and hands. Uh, I'll go to Clemente in a second. Make sure if you hop on stage to raise your hand if you have a comment um, so I know to call on you. Um, also, don't be uh, offended if Mac or Clemente uh, cycle you off stage uh, after, you, after you've spoken. Um, we just want to keep the stage fresh and moving. So Clemente, over to you. Yeah, really quickly, I wanted to add, I know you were asking about Instagram. Um, I was following Cool Man, Coffee Dan's Drop, and, and Drifter Shoots Drop. Um, they, they all sell out within within seconds pretty quickly. Um, learning How to Handle Change by uh, Drifter Shoots sold out on Instagram within like a few seconds. It was 50 pieces wow. at a uh, at 1000 bucks a pop, if I remember correctly. Uh, that sold out right away, and I saw it peak out at like uh, about $5,000. So it was like a pretty quick 5x, I think, for most of the, for a lot of the flippers that were involved in it. It right now is sitting Sheesh. at 1.39 ETH or around $1,600. So still okay. in the game. Good data. Gosh, thanks, Clemente. Appreciate it. Um, gosh, that's so interesting. And uh, again, later, if you don't know off the top of your head, somebody, I'd love to know the fees that are be taken off that if Instagram is taking any fees. I don't think they are. Um, but uh, that's interesting and exciting, I think, for all of us. So um, let's transition into the speakers and hands. Um, you know, we can co cover any of the news items. Uh, and then we're also going to go on to a discussion topic for today. Uh, just to warn you ahead of time, uh, the question is going to be, what kind of regulation would you like to see in the space that can make Web3 a safer place for new users? And I'll be posting a Twitter poll on that. So uh, let's go first uh, to lovable curves. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me, Ryan. Welcome. I love that you share your meditation practice because mental health in this space is so important. And it's Amen. Yeah, it's really helped me for the last 10 years meditating for my mental health. Um, but as much as I like Headspace and Calm and all the other apps, I am in support of Web3 apps. So Zenbase is a Web3 app. It's totally free. It's a meditation app. Um, you can download it for iOS right now. And it's Meditate to Earn. Um, so it's also good for creators. Nice. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, creators in Web3 because they'll get royalties when they upload their meditation. And we want... I like it. Yeah, we want to bring Web3 creators in wellness like to the front. Um, but for regulation side, I wish there was like some kind of decentralized people that um, they track down these addresses, like the wallet addresses that are hurting people you know, on the blockchain. I don't sort of a task force yeah. of, of, um, of, uh, sleuths and, and regulators. It's interesting. Cause, um, I know that I follow, uh, I think it's zero exact. Um, I'd have to double check his username, but I follow a lot of what he's tracking. Um, I think you're right. It'd be good to get more, a, a source that we could trust consistently. Um, that's looking at these. I mean, I've got several folks I, I follow and do that, but that's, I appreciate you bringing that up. Thanks, Lovell. Yeah, um, even like a blacklist, but anyway, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. Let's go to SV. GM, GM, thank you for having me. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Um, with regards to your question, um, I would like to see more regulatory clarity on NFTs and them being quote unquote securities. Because I don't think right now um, holders of any collection are eligible for, for example, profit sharing, you know, and I feel like that opens up a lot of doors for, for example, um, Web3 media, right? Movies in the metaverse, for example, what if Marvel was born as a Web3 project? Someone who owns Spider-Man could get a good chunk of the revenue you know? and it opens up a lot of doors. I would like to see a lot more clarity on that. And also, I would love to know your thoughts, Ryan. What do you think? Yeah, I'll uh, quickly chime in. Um, I did just post a poll. Um, uh, Clemente will pin it up there. Uh, and the question was, do you support further regulations on crypto? It's just a 10-minute poll. So if you all could uh, vote on that, let me know what your, your thoughts are. Um, I absolutely think we need regulation. Um, it will allow uh, more institutional capital to flow in. I think it will protect uh, customers uh, much more than folks are, are, are protected now. Um, so I'm absolutely in favor of it, knowing that, you know, it's going to be slow 
um, a lot of the uh, legislators will be behind because they're not uh, fully up to speed on on the tech and uh, how it works. Um, and this is where I'd love to to start getting um, the perspective of some of our Web three lawyers if we get them back up on stage. Um, but I, I'm absolutely in favor of it. You know, I, I feel like most folks didn't understand uh, that FTX wasn't a bank. You know, by the U.S. law standards and uh and, and acted like it was um that you know as fdic insured and obviously it wasn't so um just huge amounts of pain and wreckage uh because of the lack of of regulation around that e- e- even though you know technically they fell within the, the the right side of the law right because they were offshore um they had two entities fdx.us uh, and fdx.com and and they still fell within the laws and they still you know burnt everybody so Absolutely in a favor in favor of it. Um, I'm going to go next to uh, Gene Parmesan. Welcome. Hey, hey, thanks, Ryan. Thanks for Hello. bringing me up. Um, yeah, I think that um, yes. So regulation is definitely needed. I mean, right now what you have is people going offshore. Um, like you know, FTX was in the Bahamas. Binance has no actual headquarters, um, and so you know people will use VPNs to access these offshore, um, you know, these offshore exchanges, and you know they're not. Like, I think there's a reason that, that, that um, Coinbase is so strong, right? They're based here in the U.S. They have to deal with U.S. Uh, US, cap, uh, US regulations to, to, to some degree uh, or, or to a high degree. And then even initially, everyone thought that FTX U.S. was, um, you know, was going to be okay because it was in the U.S. Um, but I think to the other question about security, I think NFTs are not securities, and I don't think we want them to be. Like, I think that people forget that, like, when you're selling securities, there's a whole lot you have to do legally, right? There's, you have to get a broker-dealer license. Like, the reason NFTs have been to flourish um, has been because they're not securities. They, I mean, and so people have been trading them like they are, but I think people understand, like, now that 99% of them are at zero, you have no recourse, right? Like, if there were securities, you could kind of go and sue, you know, there's some sort of entity you can go and sue and say, hey, you, you promised X, Y, Z, and it didn't happen or like you know you promised me this but a lot of these nfts said hey like no roadmap no discord or the ones that did all they have to do is put in a good faith effort like as long as they don't like right. literally rug like literally like i think i think you have recourse if if it was a real rug where people like say make promises and then just take the money and put it in tornado cash and delete all the socials but if uh, but short of that you know you have no real recourse but that's kind of part that's what we signed up for right right part of the the it's it's a double-sided sword Right. Um, and uh, by the way, another day, another PFP for Gene. Uh, I like I, it. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I feel like you guys, no one ever recognized me. I, I, I copied you. I was, I, I'm trying to find like a Web3 because I feel like using my actual <laughs> face is like, it feels like like no one, no one up here except for, I guess uh, Tony uh, has the actual face. So it feels kind of like you're not supposed to. So I'm going to copy you with the, with the, hey, with the punch. Beat. Show us your face. I, you know, be you. I support you. I, I do want to note though, when you, when you had your last picture and you put up your hand, you had a big hand in front of your face because of the way the picture was situated. <laughs> so, so. See, I, I got this off Fiverr for like seven bucks. And I don't think it really, looked, it really looks much like me, honestly. <laughs> but, but oh my I'm God. Is that me. the future of NFTs? Uh, here we go. All right. I love it, Gene. Thanks for stopping by. Um, Mac, I'll go to you. Yeah. I just wanted to add um, a little point because I think, you know, in my education in this space, one of the things that I learned really early, which I, believe to be true is is there were a lot of folks who came into the nft space with the intention of operating as securities right so like we we do need to kind of keep that in mind i think um you know from from what i witnessed and what i've seen and you know what's been documented um a lot of the you know the promises that were made wrongly were seemingly intentional and so i don't know that i would like put, you know, a bad actor title on those folks necessarily, but I think just not being, you know, educated on how to really operate um, in these spaces has been a, a big problem. I think there's, you know, no, there's no regulation, but there's also no like rule book. And so I think people get the wrong idea about how this is all supposed to work and are operating, you know, with the understanding of like, oh, if I wrap, you know, this currency in a in an NFT contract with some art, I'm just selling art, and therefore I should be able to promise certain things and incentivize people to buy this art to make it valuable. And I think that that's like such a slippery slope. So you know, just be mindful of like 
you have to really do your due diligence if you're going to bring a product to market or a project because there are like some real serious legal ramifications to the way that people are operating and some of these people are intentionally bad actors and some of these people are just uneducated yeah no thank you mac appreciate it uh, i always value your point of view um and uh i i want to announce some news good and bad news um uh i have absolutely love working with mac as my co-host i have great news for her she is focusing on what she's building 100% of the time. And I absolutely am excited and support her in that, which means she has less time uh, for the Daily Dose. So tomorrow will be her last day as co-host. Um, and and uh, I'm sad about that, but I'm excited for her. Uh, so, Mac, we appreciate everything you've done. You've been uh, an amazing co-host. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. No problem. So, everyone, uh, check out what she's doing and, and follow along because... Uh, it's powerful and exciting. So, and of course, uh, Mac, you're always welcome back to to come up as a speaker. So, let's keep talking about uh, regulation and what's going on. I, I think you have all seen uh, that Joe Biden, uh, the, the President of the United States, uh, is leading the call for stricter crypto regulations after uh, you know the FTX fiasco, and so we're seeing you know uh, more demand for this regulation. So we're trying to figure out, okay, how's this going to play out. Uh, who are going to be the major players? You know, how do we get involved? Um, so I'm going to go to Tony next. Hello. Hi, Ryan. Uh, this is my first time in your space. I welcome so much about you. I did not know. Uh -oh. I didn't even know that Mech was your co-host, <laughs> and she's my friend. Hey, um, small world. Um, so regarding like the regulations and FTX, like I think it's it's interesting because most people don't even know that that was like you know th that was like a custodial wallet. It wasn't like DeFi, you know. And I think it's just giving the rest of the space a bad rap. I would like you know the points that Mech was making were really valid, and I would love I would love to see like regulations around people who are starting. Um, NFT projects. Um, that's, I mean, I have a project and I'm not shilling, but I have a project dropping next week. I have my photo because I believe that if you are starting a project and you are taking people's money, you should be doxxed. So there's been a lot of projects that's come and gone and we have no idea who these people are because you get to, it's like, you know, customary to hide behind a PFP and you can even change your, the sound of your voice on here now. And that's a little sketch to me. It's scary. Yeah. I, I've always been massively in favor of, of fully doxxed, you know, fully experienced founders. Um, I had, I had my face as my PFP on Twitter since 2006, um, until like last year. Um, and my, you know, uh, <laughs> so I actually, yeah, I a hundred percent agree with you. We need absolute clarity around who people are. I actually like to look at people's LinkedIn profiles now, like show me the real you, uh, what, where did you actually work? Um, where do you live? You know, what, what is happening here? Um, so Tony, I appreciate you stopping by. We call um, them receipts. Show me the receipts. Receipts. Show me the receipts, please. <laughs> we need more of that. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to go to Omi next. Hello. Good morning, Ryan. All the dosers. Hello. Um, welcome. I, I, I want to touch on something that's not so, I mean, regulation wise, but um, my experience at DesignerCon this past weekend, which was incredibly bullish for the whole Web3 and a T space, if um, if that's all right. Yeah, go for it real quick. Okay, yeah. So I mean, I went last year um, just because. I mean, the first time I went last year was strictly because I know I've mentioned VV to you before, but I went last year because VV got me into NFTs. Got because I'm a collector, and um, yeah. So they were pretty much the only NFT presence last year. When I went this year, that has completely flipped. And it's just, again, just very bullish for the space. I mean, we had projects like Freelanders, CloneX. I mean, it was CloneX LA, um, V Friends. Um, and we had, you know, VV dropped some amazing news. They did. I mean, VV pretty much headlined the whole thing. Interesting. But yeah, and, and they dropped some incredible news. They're going to be releasing Banksy, the famous artist, and Lamborghini. So. Phoebe's about to blow this blow this space up a little bit. So interesting. Yeah, but it, it just and just another thing because I, I, I come from a web two background. I used to manufacture electric bicycles, so I used to do a lot of trade shows. Oh. I mean, around around the world, and now in seeing a couple a couple up and coming projects, you know, have booths at at DesignerCon, so you kind of got to see how they operate before you invest in them. 
nice. which was incredibly bullish. Like, I mean, I saw a couple of up and coming projects that really caught my eye. If they take the, if they took the time to put some serious time and effort into their booth at DesignerCon, that just again makes it so bullish for for the future of what they're going to perform with their project. Right, it's another so. another quality signal. Um, that's for interesting sure. to hear. Vivi is uh, is making moves. I need to spend a little more time. Um, looking in that, you know, I, I think one thing we're not talking about, uh, which is a whole other topic is what's happening on Solana, um, you know, and, and the, the collapse of the price and what that means for the Solana ecosystem. And, um, I personally believe it's going to bounce back, but, uh, it'll be interesting. Thanks only for stopping by. Absolutely. Thanks for having me up. No problem. Uh, I want to go to, let's go to Emily and then we'll go to, uh, the web three IP lawyer. Hey, how's it going? Good morning. Good morning. Um, just a, a real quick anecdote before my response on the uh, regulatory discussion. And someone had said that they wanted a, a you know, a blacklist or like a, a bad actor list of um, wallets out there. And last year on Christmas Eve, a bunch of my friends and I were sending non-burnable lumps of coal to addresses that were scamming people. That was like one of my first uh, Web3 apps. <laughs> Well, how is something non-burnable? How you does that work? You take the burn function out. Oh, interesting. Yeah, there's, there's nothing there you to go. it. <laughs> we took a, we, so how many did you send out? We took out the transfer function and the burn functions. They were stuck on there. Um, we sent out maybe maybe 150 or whatever. We were kind of using our own records and memories and also trying to crowdsource them. But it's hard to that is hilarious. Yeah, it's hard to get a bunch of people going. So everyone, don't mess with Emily. Right. Wow. You make an NFT. We have, <laughs> we evolved nuts. it into like a greeting card NFT. And then it kind of... Uh, one of my friends got really busy with what they were doing and they were like our main dev behind it. So, you know, as, Gosh, as they were, awesome. but I mean, you were getting your utility delivered as you paid. So there's that. Um, Love yeah. it. So as far as regulatory goes, I think the one big step that we really have to take that would make an enormous difference is that um, centralized exchanges need proof of reserves. And the reason they need proof of reserves is because they're not FDIC insured and that's it. And like they, they still hold a ton of crypto. There is a ton of money for them to make regardless, just not like hundreds of billions. And like, I don't know, maybe you're not working hard enough for hundreds of billions. Like, <laughs> and like, yeah, put a little but more. at the same time, you know, they have, they literally have billions of dollars in crypto, like stake it. Don't spend it. Yes. Take your earnings. Like there's, there's so many things that you can yeah. do that don't compromise all of your holders' money. And like the, the funny thing about banks is that banks are legally allowed to counterfeit money. They counterfeit money all day long. They don't have anything close to what you have in the bank sitting there, but it's FDIC insured. So it's backed by the yes. U.S. government. So it's a, it's a completely different thing. They can't behave like a bank because they don't have the insurance. It's a different market amen. so i know it's it's i amen couldn't agree more and this is exactly where we need regulation um uh, and people don't understand like yeah what i mean to some extent what was happening on ftx and every single failed exchange we've seen happens at your bank like this is what happens when you go deposit a dollar they go and lend it and and your dollar lives in someone else's mortgage right exactly um, it's and, and so like you said, they counterfeit money. I mean, they so legally, and the, but it's but it's insured, right? Up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So I uh, appreciate it, Emily. Uh, and also, just do not get on Emily's uh, bad list because you'll get a, a coal NFT you can't get rid of. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So um, we had the uh, the poll came in and it's finished. And interestingly enough, the, to the question, do you support further regulations on crypto? The the winner is yes at forty six point five percent. Uh, the second is it depends at 39%. So, um, but I think it's pretty interesting that folks say, Hey, let's just get this done. Now the question is how, and, and I do want to have further discussions like, okay, if you want to get involved, you know, with lawmakers and understand how you can make a difference, how do you do that? You know, depending which country you live in, uh, what's the mechanisms, how can you get involved? Um, so we'll go there. Uh, I want to go to, uh, the web, I, uh, the web three IP lawyer, and then we'll go to the voice. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, so just kind of to further what you said, my LinkedIn's in my profile, so you, you could call me Alfredo if you nice. want to see some dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But um, but yeah, so I think I, I also I'm happy that that was the result of the poll. I think regulation is necessary. I know I know a lot of people in the public and just generally uh, people think that too much regulation might stifle innovation. Um, but I think that uncertain regulatory environments like what we have now can be just as bad because a lot of times businesses are kind of nervous to invest time, effort, money uh, into something that the government might later say, you know what, this is illegal. You can't do this. Um, but I think I think it's good. I think I don't think change is going to happen fast. I think it's not going to we probably won't see any anything real come until maybe 2024 unless there's a giant lawsuit or case where we have established case law, which is maybe I'm kind of hoping for that. Um, but I mean, the, the, the main issue is something like this happened in 2018. I don't know if you all remember uh, exchanges crashing in 2018, like Cryptopia um, and the SEC. No one really issued any regulation. Um, and that that should have been a prime example of, you know, how to. So that was five years that ago. Happen again. Four or five years ago. Wow. Doesn't bode well for getting regulation out quickly. Um, that's interesting. So this is it's concerning to, to you know, to internalize the fact this might take time because there's this big clog happening now in NFTs, right? Uh, slash Web3, where we have a lot of projects that want to issue ERC20s and they want to understand the regulatory framework around that. I mean, literally, you know, one of our big bags at 121G is our Moonbirds. You know, we own 34 of them. And the reason why is because uh, th there's supposed to be a proof token uh, of some sort, right? And and I think we'll see, we still don't know what's happening with the SEC uh, probe into uh, Ape coin and Yuga, and we're all sort of waiting. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how this plays out uh, and uh, we'll find out. But thank you, the the Web3 the Web IP lawyer. I kind of practice that. Uh, please stay on stage so we can get some more thoughts from you. Um, let's go to The Voice and then uh, Aiken. Thank you. So I've always been Mr. Anti-Regulation, right? If you ask me, I'd be like, they need to keep their nose out of it. And uh, I never wanted any regulation at all. Because you have a big cowboy hat and you're from Texas, right? <laughs> I do not own a cowboy hat. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love, the, I love a different voice. Go for it. <laughs> you're right. So um, if I look into what's needed now, though, I'm starting to change a little bit. And here's how I'll change it. I'm going to keep my roots and say no regulation is needed except if you are managing other people's money, okay? And that gets into exchanges, right? So anytime you've got uh, some sort of uh, custodianship of other people's funds, you need regulation to me. Uh, possibly, we could talk about if you need regulation if you are starting a project, because in a sense, you were kind of in control of some other people's money at that point as well. The end user, however, I still like the idea of uh, there is no holds barred. They can invest in what they wish to, and what they don't wish to, and I'd like to keep it like that. But I do I agree. changed it to regulations with yep. if you're of other people's money. I hear, I hear you, and I mean, I could get on board with that. You know, I, there's nothing more powerful than being able to send crypto to somebody after five network confirmations, right? I mean, it's just so amazing to actually have freedom with with your fiat, with your with your uh, with your actual currency. Right. Um, so I, I hear you on that. Um, and, and I think that's exciting. So actually, it's time for uh, Nerd Alert, uh, The Voice. It is time for the Nerd Alert. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so today's Nerd Alert is non-custodial wallet. Uh, so what is a non-custodial wallet? Well, it's one where you have sole control of your private keys and you are the only one that can access your crypto. So you are solely responsible for not losing your keys or maintaining proper security of your crypto. So the inverse of that is a custodial wallet. And it is where another party is in charge of keeping your funds safe. Uh, FTX, ouch, uh, which leads to the term, not your keys, not your crypto, right? So... Um, this is really what this is boiling down to is, is, you know, what are the regulations around folks that are running custodial wallets, uh, which is what happens at Coinbase, FTX, uh, Binance, right? So uh, it's good to understand uh, what's actually happening. Thanks to the voice. Um, we'll go to Aiken. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Um, so I, I think it's important to sort of understand, like, you know, there's a give and take 
right? And we live in a regulated system for a number of reasons. And some of that is to protect consumers and to make sure that ultimately when the system fails, you have the government to come in and a taxpayer essentially as a way to backstop the system, right? So for example, right, the reason why a lot of banks are regulated um, and why there's certain rules in place is that ultimately the government can step in and acquire assets when the market has a dislocation. So when we had the mortgage crisis, part of the problem was it was hard to value these mortgage assets that sat in private hands or sat with banks or other financial institutions. And what the government did was come in and essentially buy those assets. The government said, we'll pay you to acquire those assets to bring more liquidity into the system and bail out the system, right? And I think ultimately, if we're going to be realistic, if we want large amounts of money to come into the crypto space and we want it to grow, a lot of that money is going to come from the financial system where it's already regulated and it has protections. So I think sometimes people look at regulation as the government trying to kind of, you know, spoil the fun, but a large part, if not the largest part of regulation is actually consumer protections. And so when you have consumer protections, then it makes it easier for some of those funds to come into the crypto space, knowing there's certain rules, knowing that centralized authorities have to comply with rules, have to be transparent to regulators such that consumer assets are protected. So I think it's really important um, to understand that. I right? totally and I agree. Think, so, and, and I think the, the other side of it too is, you know, a, a lot of crypto projects, particularly in the NFT space, behave sort of more like, um, you know, venture type opportunities. And we also have rules around that, right? That's why you have accredited investor rules to some extent. And the credit investor rules are not just about, okay, having enough money. The credit investor rules also include education, right? So if you have certain um, um, financial certificates, like, you know, Series 66 and right, all these like certifications that show you understand finance, you're allowed to invest in that space, right? Because ultimately, part of the problems we're seeing today in this space is that you have a lot of people who don't understand finance they don't understand risk. They don't understand what it means to have a counterparty and have no recourse. And they're playing in this space and getting burned, right? So I think there needs to be some sort of a balanced approach where, yes, we kind of help people from you know, ruining themselves because of a lack of understanding and because they're playing in, in a marketplace where you have a lot of sophisticated counterparties that know what they're doing and you're, you're mm. kind of playing against the sharks. and without any information or understanding. I think oh, that's yeah. a very, very dangerous market for the regular investor to be um, you know, playing around it. A hundred percent. And I know last time you were on stage, you, you mentioned Fidelity and, and the fact you felt more comfortable uh, you know, working with Fidelity than say a CFI like FTX. And today uh, the news broke that JP Morgan had registered a trademark for a crypto wallet. So we're gonna see you know, more and more you know, massive institutional uh, uh, capital advisors, um, you know, come to the space and, and do non-custodial. And, so. Yeah, and I think, and one other thing around that too, right, I think it's actually not a bad idea to create clear rules that allow, you know, regulated financial institutions, custody assets, and also actually provide assets to individuals, right? Because that system is tried and true and there are protections already baked into the system. And so when you think about the challenges from a regulatory standpoint, you're regulating a banking system and it's, it's tough enough if you open it up to too many more players, there's oftentimes right. not enough capacity, right? It can, it can be a free-for-all, right? So for everyone to now be providing custodial services. And so just from out of efficiency and kind of understanding, right, there, there is over 100 years worth of iteration right. around regulation to the banking system. Like it does make sense to find a way for those trusted financial institutions to provide crypto custody and, 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 and retail products. Amen. Yep. I, and it, yeah, I think it's a yes ant. So I'm excited uh, to see that. Uh, Clemente, I'll go to you and then we'll go to Ray. Ryan, I am ready if you are for the Carson question of the day. Let's do it. Awesome. Awesome. So guys, just for some context, and I'm going to pin this tweet. I just asked um, up at in the chat, what question you'd like to ask Ryan for tomorrow. We're trying to do this every single day as a way to get uh 
people in the comments more involved uh, and a way to kind of get more context on Ryan's previous experience and get his takes on other topics that we're seeing. Um, <clears throat> so, Ryan, this question was asked by Crystal at WR Capital last Friday. What did you set out to accomplish when starting 121G in 2022? Yeah, great question. So uh, it's probably not a surprise to, to those of you who follow me. I run a, a small NFT venture capital fund called 121G. Um, and for the nerds out there, it comes from uh, 1.21 gigawatts because I love Back to the Future. <laughs> so um, I basically set out uh, to uh, have a build a fund with a long-term perspective. And uh, I'm not a day trader. Um, and I, I am much more a long-term uh, holder who really looks at teams and, and, uh, and, and, and how I can bet longer term. So essentially raise some capital from uh, some LPs and we're deploying that out into what we believe are longer-term projects. So it's a four-year uh, fund. And uh, it's been really interesting to to navigate the waters through this, right? Because uh, I feel like there's very few individuals and funds uh, who are thinking, you know, any longer than than twelve months max. So uh, we're looking out four years. So um, it's hard, you know, to see the the volatility uh, and not want to act. Um, but I think longer term, uh, it's it's going to be what differentiates us. So um, thanks, Crystal, for that question. Um, let's go, uh, I, I think there's a lot of interest to talk about the, the regulatory framework and what's going to happen. Um, I do see a lot of good comments, uh, coming in. Um, so make sure to keep smashing that purple comment button. Uh, Mech, a lot of people are going to miss you. So, uh, mercygreat.e says, we will miss Dot. Can't wait to see what you're working on. What Michelle. do you mean? Miss me? Where am I going? I'm still here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's still here. I'm not <laughs> dying. <laughs> no, don't do that. No, um, I'm, I'm, I'll be around. I, I, I just can't give 100% to, to Ryan Carson. I, I love, <laughs> love what he's doing, but you know, I've been working on stuff, and, and that's important to me too. So Amen. We'll, I'm sure we'll figure it out. Oh, yeah, Mech will be around. But, but, but just so you know, there's a lot of kind, kind comments saying they appreciate you. Um, so... Uh, Oh yeah, and JPEG Lillian gave us some data. Clemente did this, but I'm seeing a comment saying uh, that Drifter Shoots minted out uh, the first ever collection on Instagram, thousand dollars each sold out. So I appreciate you all popping in the comments and and sharing that. Please keep that coming. The comments are going to be the best way for you all uh, to hang out, meet each other. Um, I know that Hilbert Toe had a tough weekend, um, had their wallet hacked. I just want to send you some hugs. Um, sorry about that. You commented on that. Um, it's scary, y'all. Um, please support each other, um, encourage each other. Uh, it's it's hard when that kind of stuff happens. So uh, let, let's go. I promise to go to Ray and then let's go to the Web3 IP lawyer just because we had you up on stage as one of our experts and then I'll, I'll get to the other hands. Uh, Ray, go ahead. Good morning, Ryan and Clement. Welcome. And Mech. Mech, congrats on uh, leaving the show and starting your own thing. That's amazing. Um, I just, yeah, I wanted to speak to you know, something that's missing in the space, I think. Um, I know that onboarding is talked about a lot, you know, and I, I think there's a lot of great takes out there, but I almost wish that there was some sort of formula for onboarding. And I know that, you know, that would really come from, I guess, people that are in the space creating it. But I think the biggest barrier is that there's so many layers to what we're doing here. And generally, there's like, a mindset or like we're giving off a feeling of if you're not a maxi like don't bother you know if you don't understand everything about the tech and the finance and the creative then like best of luck so i almost wish there was like a an a la carte onboarding regimen where you could kind of you know be guided through the layers one at a time or you could stop at a certain point if you just want to know about the creative side of things um, I wish that someone would create that. I know it would be a collaborative effort, but I feel like it it should get its own funding to like, you know, have a, a super group make something like that, a series of documents and videos and like a little program. Um, and it's almost like, you know, Love I kind of talk about this a lot, passion verticals, but we would almost need those processes for like people in music, people in tech, people in art, whatever. Um, but yeah, that would be helpful because it is very tricky to explain to normies what the hell we're doing every day. So. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I mean, I discovered you on another space where you sang 
Um, and it was beautiful. And, and I think seeing that there was this vertical for musicians, you know, connecting with each other and how they could be onboarded to the space, you know, then you look at illustrators or you look at, you know, small business owners, uh, or you look at, you know, clubs, uh, like a, a tennis club or, a you know, a magic, the gathering, um, club, you know, there's, there are so many different interesting verticals that could be onboarded in a more, uh, thoughtful sort of safe, fun way, um, I think we're getting there, you know, and, and if it, and I actually went to logged out Coinbase, uh, the other day and saw that they're, they're offering more educational materials, you know, logged out OpenSea, you know, experience, they're offering more education experiences. So we're getting there. Um, and, and I think Instagram is fun to see as well, cause we're seeing normal folks sort of go, Oh, this is interesting. I can collect this and, and, uh, and clearly in gaming, we're seeing a lot as well. Um, so let's go to the Web3 uh, IP lawyer, and then we'll go to Dennis. Yeah, I just wanted to say that um, I know um, I don't know if many people know about this, but a couple months ago, there was a recent proposal drafted uh, called the uh, Financial or the Responsible Financial Innovation Act, which is Loomis Gillibrand proposal. It's just a proposal. It's not law. Right. But people interested in seeing kind of where we're headed and uh the ideas of senators, uh, w- like what what they think is is needed, um, should check that out. I think it's really interesting. Um, it it kind of codifies the the Howey test, which if people aren't familiar, the Howey test is what courts use to determine whether something is an investment contract and therefore subject to U.S. security laws. Um, and this this test was created <laughs> in a, in a court case that reached the Supreme Court in 1946. So it's definitely outdated and there's something that needs to be updated. You know, we need to codify something that's upgrading this and and bringing it to modern times. Um, But just really quick, I wanted to say that this uh, Loomis Gillibrand proposal, um, it actually assigns regulatory or it would assign regulatory authority over digital asset spot markets to the CFTC because it kind of creates, it it says that they're commodities. Got it. Can you, um, could you dig around for a tweet that links to that and then i'll, I'll tweet it. it i'll just tweet it and i'll yeah and then pin it please that'd be great because I'd, I'd love uh all of us to read more into it thank you very much uh let's go to dennis and then uh laguna gm my jpeg friends how are GM. you Brian? Oh, i like being a jpeg friend that's fun yeah i'll be your jpeg uh, friend how was your weekend <laughs> it was great yeah we lit the fire um it was uh my 11 year old's birthday is now 12 so we played magic oh. the gathering Ate lots of bad food. It was wonderful. So. Oh, I like that. Uh, happy birthday. Pass <laughs> I'll on. pass it on. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, really quickly, Mech, I just wanted to say it's been a pleasure getting to know you. I met you through the space. I'm meeting a lot of people through the space, which is amazing. And it's just, um, I really appreciate your, your thinking and your thoughts. So I just wanted to give you your flowers. Um, I'll reach out to you on the sideline as well. Um, oh, yeah. And Clemente is here too. Um, hi, Clemente. Um, hey, really quick, JPEG friend. <laughs> JPEG friend. On the regulations piece, a couple of weeks ago, I tweeted about how excited I am about investors coming into the space. And I really think that once regulations get figured out, we will see more investors who are just like waiting on the sidelines at the moment. So that's like one piece that I am excited about. But there needs to be improvement on the investor piece as well, which is like, ugh, we just have to get much deeper into that because there's so many society, cultural, educational pieces that we have to dig into. But really quickly, one more thing. And I agree with my my hoodie Moonbird bro um, right there in the speaker stage. Um, there's a lot of stuff that he said that I agree with. When it comes to these regulations, we need to do research with movement forward. And what I mean by this is that we need to think about protection. So think about how bad can things get, right? and ask those questions, keep researching with uh, moving forward. Opportunities, how can we increase opportunities with regulations? What didn't we think about before? So we need like this almost like protection opportunities and reflection of how we've done things in the past and how we can keep researching and moving forward. Amen, Um, I agree, thanks Dennis. But I gotta cut you off because it's time for the final clue, get ready. This is the POAP final clue, everybody. The question is, what color are Smurfs? Your uh, your favorite your favorite cartoon show. What color are Smurfs? All right. The mint window is open. Good luck. Ryan, real uh, quick, is it is it one? Is, is, so it's all lowercase, all All lowercase, no spaces, everybody. So put that first clue together with the second clue. No spaces, no capitals. Uh, 
go. Um, there's plenty of mint uh, links, so it should be fine for you all. Good luck. Have fun. The mint uh, window closes pretty soon. So uh, get on that POAP minting. Uh, and then once you successfully mint, um, please throw uh, you know a picture in the comments. Let's, let's share that out. Um, should be fun. So let's keep going. I uh, want to keep the conversation flowing. Uh, Laguna, thanks for joining. Yeah. Um, I was thinking a lot about this conversation in the context of like a web 2.5 company. Um, and I think there's really a place for us to embrace those types of companies, both in the onboarding context, like Ray was talking about, but also in the context of regulation, right? Like we as crypto, as web three, as blockchain, as NFTs, are really fractured small players. And those big web 2.5 style companies are who we're going to set our regulatory landscape, right? Like if you go look at, you know, the crypto policy summit and you look at the people that were speaking, I don't know a single one of those people. And what that tells me is that like the, the, the space in which I play in the NFT space is not in the regulatory conversation. And so I think that like we as a community need to be really loud customers for web two brands that are going to be our advocates and our lobbyists because we're not those people right now, right? Like we're regular JPEG friends. I know, we're all JPEG buddies. We need to be get into the legislative uh, rounds. I hear you hundred percent. And the crushing thing is, you know, the one person we did see you know, a lot was he who shall not be named, you know, running around the Capitol. Voldemort? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was Voldemort, uh, also known as uh, as Sam, you know, from I FTX. don't know. He's starting to feel a little bit more like Umbridge as opposed to Voldemort. He's like, he looked <laughs> like he was, he had our back, but he was just genuinely evil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yep. Here we go. So um, th this is where it would be fun. And, and I keep saying this, if, if folks have, you know, deep legislative experience, you know, and I'm talking about America at the moment. I, I, I'm American. So I, I, you know, and, and generally the U S leads on these kind of things, like, please, you know, get my DMS, get in Clemente's DMS, you know, we need to get some folks on stage who have deep uh, legislative experience. So um, let's, let's, let's keep having that conversation. Um, let's go next. I see the next hand is uh, blockchain. Rick James. Welcome. GM, GM, GM. Um, so about the regulations, there is something I want to see come to the greater NFT space. But um, at some point, I do want to reach out to you on the side because um, I did get into the space uh, similar to Omi uh, said earlier through Vivi. And as much as it's been a pain in the actual absolute ass at times uh, collecting on the app, they have done an amazing job uh, uh, navigating the regulatory uh, things that I think are going to come. Interesting. Um, so I need I to dig I'll, into I'll, that more. I'll, 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 yeah, I'll DM you about That'd it. That'd be great. I've been, I've been on there for uh, almost two years. But uh, in, as far as the greater space, what I'd like to see is I'd like to see some kind of uh, tie-in to smart contracts or they've got to do something about the influencers uh, pumping and dumping. So there's got to be some kind of period of time where they can't sell um, after, you know, shilling a project. So whatever NFT they might've got on a free mint or, you know, if it's a crypto, uh, if it's a token, um, if they've Agreed. promoted it in any way, they have to lock it up for, for a period of time. Well, and I would say to that, you know, this is the, the, the responsibility of project founders. So, so going forward immediately, you know, project founders can, uh, tie those agreements in with their advisors. Um, you know, I, I, I did, uh, you know, I absolutely agree with that. And I think it right, legislation will probably take forever on that. But right now, anyone who's running a project can invite an advisor on and say, Hey, you need to sign this document, which says you cannot sell. Uh, there's a lockup period, you know, and, uh, it's actually pretty straightforward to, uh, enforce that. Um, so let's just, let's just do that. Um, so we're winding down the show. We've only got about five more minutes. Um, I see a lot of you folks minting the POAPs, uh, which is great. I love it. Um, and I appreciate you all, uh, getting through to that. 
you know, hopefully we've got enough for everybody. Um, and hopefully we're avoiding farming as much as possible. Um, so let's go quickly uh, as we finish out the show to John. Welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me up. Excited to be here as always. Um, yeah, I think with regulation, my, my thought is I, I hope that we can self-regulate as much as possible because once reg- regulation happens, you can't take it back. And we're so early uh, in what's being developed that sometimes what regulation might like, you know, regulation is always lagging. Typically, you saw this with like Internet browsers, for instance, when Microsoft came after Internet Explorer and by the, or, um, sorry, the government came after like Internet Explorer and Microsoft. And by the time they implemented regulation, there was already a new browser. Nobody cared. Um, you're seeing this with like the iPhones and USB-C regulation happening in the UK. And it's like, I don't even know if we're going to be there in a few years by the time this takes effect. <laughs> um, Probably not. So, I think that, that's my that's my take on regulation. I hope we can wait it out and try to implement solutions ourselves. We have the blockchain. It's immutable. Um, it's truth. And so if we can self-regulate, I think that's better than relying on an external entity like a government. Yeah. I mean, it's going to take, it's going to take everybody. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and this is where I'm encouraging you all. It, you know, I'm going to state my, you know, put my flag in the, in the ground here and say, yeah, we, we need regulation. And I really liked, uh, I think it, uh, I think it was Emily, uh, loves crypto was saying this or Aiken apologies. I can't remember was saying it's important when we're, when we're dealing with centralized exchanges that are dealing with other people's money. Right. Um, and, and, Yes, please. Let's get that regulated. Um, but then I like the way the voice of DeFi is pointing out. Well, but as an individual, I'd really like freedom to be able uh, to make those choices, and I support that as well with education. Right, that's the scary part. Um, you know, how can we uh, protect more people? Um, and then there's things right now we can all do. Uh, anyone who's a project founder, get your advisors to sign a contract that that locks up uh, their 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 tokens. Great, that can be done. Um, all of us who have wallets, you know, let's vote with our wallets. Let's have, uh, you know, uh, let's have our own custody of our own wallets and, and control what we do. Um, so those are a couple of things we can get done right now. Um, I do want to uh, thank Nonsensei for doing our amazing art today in the Po app. Um, y'all, all the Po app art is just done by amazing artists who volunteer their time. Um, and uh, it's another fun example of some beautiful art that was uh, made for the show. Um, so I appreciate you nonsense. I, um, couple more minutes. Uh, let's go. I'm just checking my queue. Um, I think Goody was up next and then we'll go Aiken. Hey, what's Goody? Yeah. I, what, I what's just Goody? Want... You're Goody. <laughs> well, uh, I just, I just wanted to, to add to what the last speaker was saying real quick is like, historically, uh, when it comes to regulation, especially with technology, the regulators in power uh, oftentimes don't understand <laughs> the technology that they're regulating. And a lot of times, like the people in the knowledge positions for that tech don't have voices among the regulators. So I think like the really important part of all of this is that we have actionable items that we actually like go forward and, and you know, put our voice out, especially on the Hill. Like politics are such a, a touchy subject for us, but it's so necessary to have voices that, that really understand what this technology is and why it's important, et cetera. Uh, and I'm glad that we're hosting more spaces talking about that because it is so necessary to have these like actionable things come from it. They, they, just, they don't understand it. No, I agree. And, and this is what I need help with this week, y'all. So I ask you all to post in the comments, what do you need help with? I, I need some connections to very experienced legislators uh, who are working on this problem right now. Um, you know, I'd like to discuss this with them, understand what they know, what they don't know, what they need help with. Um, and so if any of you are that person, or if you know that person, uh, I would love a connection. Uh, it would be, I think, great that we could get them up on stage and educate all of us. So, uh, let's try to do that. Um, we are almost out of time. Um, Aiken, could you give us a, a 30 second, uh, point of view? Yeah, so I think if you want if you want to know what the regulators are doing, contact Coin Center. Um, I put it on the list. They've been a lobby group for the space that's represented the interests of crypto um, for the last couple of years, actually, on the Hill. So a lot Perfect. of the bills are seen being written. Like they, they tend to influence them. 
um, and, and get our voices there. So, Coin Center, you know, love it. Actively, okay. you can donate, but you can reach out to the principals there, um, and they can support that. Thanks, I can appreciate it. I don't know how they lean, you know, uh, uh, from a philosophical perspective. So, I'd like to look into that. But at least that's a, a, a starting point. So, I appreciate that. Um, all right, great. It is almost time to close the show, y'all. Uh, I want to promote one of the fun community-driven projects that's come out of this thing, and that's at the Pop and Post show, which has happened right after this. Uh, tune in. Um, it's a fun show. I, I usually don't have time to go, but it's a great way for you all to connect, which is the whole point of building a community is that you all connect with each other. Uh, so please make sure to check that out. And don't forget, tomorrow, Mr. Ferris, Mr. Tim Ferris is joining us. Uh, so uh, make sure to, to enjoy that tomorrow. Tell all your friends. Um, let's blow it up. It's, I think it's going to be a fun show. Um, so with that, I just want to thank all of you so much for being here. I appreciate every single one of you uh, for spending your time, uh, your, your effort, your attention, your emotion. Um, thank you so much. I love reading all the comments, y'all. They're, they're, <laughs> they're so great. Um, and thanks to Mech and Clemente, my amazing co-hosts, um, to The Voice for, for uh, dropping us great, uh, fun audio um, and all of the speakers for sharing their knowledge. Uh, let's just keep doing it. Let's keep helping each other. Let's keep learning. Let's keep getting educated. Let's take this space forward. Uh, with that, uh, The Voice, why don't you close us out with some tunes? Let's do it. that y'all let's let's uh carry it out I, i'm three minutes late for a meeting so i better get my booty over there um i appreciate all of you so much we'll see you tomorrow with tim ferris everyone have a great day see you later bye-bye <laughs>